You're listening to the best of Morning Drive with Dietrich and White, an on-demand audio presentation of redpeachsports.com and ESPN977.com. Now here's today's show. I love my teammates so much. I love all the players that have been here. And everything I see, everybody fight for is a conference championship. And we've always been so close to it. So at this point, I'm ready to sell it all out, give it all out, just to, just so we can raise the conference championship up with my teammates. It, it's been fun to watch you. I can't believe it's your senior year. Best of luck. Uh, I hope you bring home the conference championship, and I uh, hope you hear that name called very, very early in, uh, in May next year. Thank you. I really appreciate you it. You got it. Jalen Ferguson, everybody. Can't believe it's already his senior year. Jalen Ferguson, when I was over at uh, the MedCamp thing with the Louisiana Tech football players on uh, Monday afternoon, you look at Jalen and they talked about it, what he, how he's worked on his body. I think that's what a defensive end is supposed to look like. 6'5", 260 pounds. Yeah. He looks the part and he certainly and has played the part in the last uh, three years. Yes, most certainly. 888-993-7762. Coming up after the break, our old buddy Matt Reynolds will make one of the lamest article, arguments you'll ever hear in Ooh. golf. Wow. How's that? A lame argument from Matt Reynolds coming up after the break. I'm Ari Wolf with the NFL Network now on the Westwood One Radio Network. Ravens vets reported to camp on Wednesday, and Thursday they took the field for the first time. Lots of eyes on the quarterbacks in Baltimore. The rookie, Lamar Jackson, expected to get a lot of playing time this season. And veteran and former Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco getting a little push from the rookie. According to our own Aditi Kikabwala, multiple players and even head coach John Harbaugh say Flacco is excited about the upcoming season and is playing with a lot of fire in him. The Bears veterans were back at camp on Thursday. Coach Matt Nagy says he doesn't expect anyone to start camp on the pup list and told the Chicago Tribune that wideout Allen Robinson is full steam ahead after recovering from ACL surgery. No new money for Julio Jones. Falcons have told their wide receiver they will not renegotiate his contract before the season. Jones has three years left on a five-year deal he signed in 2015. This has been NFL Network Now on the Westwood One Radio Network. Hold everything for less. The Pack Store Save event is going on now at the Home Depot, and the shelves are full of smart storage solutions. Start with durable 27-gallon storage totes for just $9.48 each. They're made of heavy-duty resin to hold up to 400 pounds. At that price, you should get a few extra just to hold the money you'll save. Come get organized at the Pack Store Save event going on now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Now through August 22nd, U.S. only. Walgreens has good news for anyone managing diabetes. We've got your back. That's right. Walgreens pharmacists are here to consult with you in person and answer any questions you may have about new and existing medications. You can even get free advice from our trusted experts day and night at Walgreens.com or the mobile app. Walgreens has all major brands of diabetes testing supplies like OneTouch and Walgreens TrueMetrics. That's not just good news, it's great news. Stop by and talk to your Walgreens pharmacist today. Walgreens, trusted. It's 8 o'clock at KNBB Dubak Rustin Monroe. Time for the morning drive. This hour is sponsored by Car King in Monroe. Good morning, North Louisiana. What up? How goes it? Aaron and Jake hanging out in the Caldwell Banker Group One Realty Studio in West Monroe. John Tabor doing a fabulous job back at the Sports Talk 97.7 headquarters in Rustin. 
Yes, sir. And we are still previewing the upcoming football season as well as talking a little golf. I know Aaron's fired up uh, about about the uh, the open. Uh, why can't you get into this, man? I, I, why, why, well, first question is, have you never played golf before? I have. Okay, so. And I have courses down in Vidalia. I don't have, well, Natchez. I don't have um, a lot of patience. Uh, I never have. You have to have patience for golf. Yes. Yeah. You have so a temper? I, I tried it with, um, I tried it when I was in high school. And, you know, it's, golf is a game that it takes a lot of practice. You know, not many people can just pick up a club and be yeah. instantly good. Uh, Tommy Tharp might disagree, but, uh, you know, it, it, it doesn't come naturally. Um to most people, like all you know, the first time you play. Yeah. For me, that I, I didn't have the I, not that I didn't have the time. I didn't have the patience to just put in the work uh, for golf. Now I do wish I did that back then, and and it's still not too late. But uh, as I get older, I, you know, I'm, I'm not playing pickup basketball games as much. Uh, you know, every weekend we would play. You know, a bunch of buddies would go play. You know, tackle football somewhere. Um, not able to do that anymore. I mean, I, I just don't know people who are, are dumb enough to. You know. We could go play after the show one day. Well, I mean, I would love to, uh, but you know, I, I can't tell you how many sun we brought. We play every Sunday. I can tell you how many Sundays we make take a trip to the emergency room. But uh, yeah, golf is a game I would like to play. I just never really uh, had the patience for it. Mm. A guy that may have the patience for it, and of course has made some uh, statements in the past of how good a golfer he is, and I certainly believe him. Matt Reynolds, who uh, had that seat before you, Jake, for a while, he joins us on the Stuart Shelby Goosehead Insurance Hotline. Buddy, what's going on? Uh, you see that? Uh, not even five seconds in, he's putting words in my mouth, Jake. <laughs> I, I'd never said I, I, I was a great golfer. I, he asked me one time what I could shoot on a U.S. Open course, and I said, I could probably shoot 87, and all of, all of a sudden I'm, I'm making bragging that I'm a great golfer. Well, I, but, thought, uh, I thought it was more like an 82 or an 84. Uh, uh, maybe it was. I could, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a few strokes, right? Uh, and I, couldn't, I couldn't have done that at Shinnecock Hills this year, though. I, I, I did text you during the U.S. Open. Yes. I, I don't think I could have broke 90. Most people couldn't uh, have done. All right, we got a lot of things we want to touch base with you on, first of all. They call it the Open. I, I say British Open. Is that disrespectful to it? Well, it's absolutely disrespectful. Um, it's that, but, you know, you have to have, I guess, respect for the game, be a traditionalist, um, really have a love for the history of the game, which obviously, Aaron, I guess you don't have. Um, judging by guys who, whose clubs look like they've been at the bottom of the Mariana Trench for five years. I don't know if you've ever seen them, Jake, but uh, get Aaron True. to show you pictures of his club. You know, Aaron, uh, happy, a clean club is a happy club. You know that? Yeah, it's true. true. Have you cleaned them lately? Uh, no, I have not. A couple okay. of years ago. I didn't think so. I, I didn't think so. But, I mean, okay, so here, here's the thing. Of course, it's the oldest uh, tournament, but that, that doesn't make, that's not the reason it's the greatest. It's it's because, you know, you turn on your TV and you see the sodded bunkers and the brown fairways and the burnout fescue, which is, I know is your favorite type of grass, Aaron. Yeah. You know, the high winds, um, sideways rain sometimes. Not getting a lot of that this year. But saying all that, I mean, I grew up, you know, watching Arnold Palmer and Nick with all the old tapes of them and Tom Watson, the Shell, Shell uh, World of Golf, and reading their books and all of those guys. 
and throw Tiger Woods in there, I'll say their favorite major is the Open. And there's a reason for that. It's because of the kind of when you're over there, the I think the way that it's treated, the, the game over there is a little bit different. Now, the Masters, I understand why everybody in America picks the Masters. It's been marketed to be the, your favorite tournament. Just like most people in America kind of snuff their nose at the World Cup. It's not American. So you're not going to really get into it. And you're not going to like it. But the Open, I mean, you talk to, I think, any golfer, and they're going to say that's the bucket list right there. And, uh, you know, before 1960, Americans didn't play in this, this tournament. Uh, Arnold Palmer is the reason it kind of, you know, changed because in 1960 he went over there, had a good showing. Uh, I think he finished second, and then the next year he came back and won. And there's that famous film of him being swarmed, walking down 18, and getting knocked over by some of the fans, and he actually limping onto the 18th green before making the putt and winning his first British Open. And it's, it's just that, you know, along with the history and, and the courses. I mean it doesn't get much better than the courses that, that they have, the Lynx golf courses, and, and the names of these holes there. And, you know, all these great courses have great nicknames for certain holes. Of course, Aiden's Corner and all that, Augusta, comes to mind for most American people. But if you think about St. Andrews, you know, you got the Valley of Sin, uh, Coffin Bunkers, the Principal's Nose, the Road Hole, and, and uh, even in Carnoustie, you got the Spectacles that you're going to see today. And Turnberry's got the Lighthouse and, I think it's true that it's got the postage stamp, which is my personal favorite, because the green's about the size of, you know, your thumb. That's why they nicknamed it that. So it's just all that, uh, I think, that kind of makes it above and beyond the best. And they have the best trophy, let's face it. It's nothing better than what you get when you make that final putt on 18 and hoist the trophy. I mean, people are going to remember, uh, you know, the Watermaker trophy for the PGA, but there's nothing better than the Claret Jug. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the most recognizable trophy in sports, probably, besides the World Cup trophy. I just think it's a little un-American to say the British Open is better than the Masters or the U.S. Open. That's just my opinion. That's a, don't you think that's a little bit of nationalism? I mean, that's, that's yeah, a little yeah. blind patriotism. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, first of all, I, I said it, I told you I said it's the best major, okay? So, to me, that means it has to be the best open tournament. And the Masters is not an open tournament. Uh, the, the US, that means there's only two real tournaments and as far as open to anybody to qualify and play, and that's the U.S. Open and the British Open. The Masters, you have to be, you know, have a secret handshake and have a certain amount of money in your bank account and all this stuff. And a PGA, you got to be a PGA professional. The Open, anybody can qualify. Anybody can step up and they can play and win. Now, uh, to me, that's what makes it, you know, a real major. But, you know, I can understand argument. the Masters. The Masters has been marketed to make you believe that it's the best. So I understand that, and they've done a great job. And, you know, another thing about the Open tournaments, they're shifted around different courses, and I think that's fun, too, to see the different courses each year. Um, you know, you don't just not just stuck with one course year in, year out. Matt, why didn't you make Take sound arguments like that when you were actually on the show? That, that was very well done there, but I'm impressed. <laughs> And then, and then they threw up the graphic. Uh, well, I've had with, about a year to prepare for that. So, uh, you know. and, and they threw up the graphic of the British Open, just the players from around the world. I mean, I thought mm-hmm. that was pretty cool, just that literally it's the best of the best in the world. And here's another thing. there's It's the one week a year in America you can wake up at, you know, 5 in the morning and drink beer all day and watch golf because, <laughs> you know, it's literally on. Uh, you know, what, from 3 a.m. You know, all throughout the day. And it's the only tournament, Aaron where everyone tees off on hole one and plays 18. 
Every other tournament is a shotgun. You're going to have some teeing off on one and some on ten. They start that baby at 6.30 in the morning, and they're going to tee off all day. And the reason they can do that on the British Open is because they get about, I think, 14 to 15 hours of sunlight in the summer, So, especially in the northern parts of Scotland. So uh, that's how they can tee off on one, and everybody goes off the same hole. I think that's that's a real cool uh, way to do things, too, instead of having to you know put some on 10 and some on one. All right, Buddy weighs in on the text line says he's wrong. That's all he says. Uh, before we get into the course, yeah, great argument, course, great argument, buddy. <laughs> when he's taking a, what's going on in the golf course today? I got to ask you: Is links just another word for saying ugly? Yes, it's <laughs> that's what, to me though. That's the draw of it. Like I said, the fescue, Aaron. I mean, oh, the okay. pot bunkers, uh, and, and really the creativity you have to have on some of these shots is really what makes it. You know, it's so different than these Lakeland courses you see so much in America. I think uh, you saw it yesterday uh, with two-time U.S. defending U.S. Open champion Brooks Koka having his troubles out of that bunker, and he kept his cool and ended up putting together a pretty decent round, though, to credit to him. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think Rory also had a little trouble out of the bunker, but he's certainly still right in the mix today. Uh, yeah, and I remember uh, you saying that, box when they did the u.s open it reminds you of kind of like the british open coverage like the way it looked on tv and i could i can see what you were saying with that that it is kind of not pretty on the eye because you, you realize augusta is is in the middle of blooming for all those flowers blooming season and it's it's certainly marketed that way those azaleas and everything and this is the exact opposite of that dead grass dried out fairways hard as a you know, hard as a parking lot. The fairways are just unbelievably hard. I mean, guys are hitting three irons, 300 yards over there this week. Um, so it, it's not pretty, but it takes a different type of game to win over there. And I think that's why you're seeing some of these guys like Zach Johnson on top of the leaderboard right now. You know, I have a buddy that's actually over there, and he mm-hmm. called me Wednesday, credit to him. And, you know, you can bet on these, you know, these golfing events around every corner in England. And he put uh, – 20 bucks, 75 to 1 on Zach Johnson. Nice. Still two days to go, but that bet's looking pretty good right now. And he it's told me, he said, press. you know, the reason I, yeah. He it's told me the press, reason he bet on him was because he, uh, he, 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 first of all, he's won the British Open before, but he, you know, hits the ball real low, keeps it out of the wind. He, he stays in the fairway and he plays a draw. So, I mean, he, he can, you know, he's won these type of tournaments before. Uh, and right now he's looking like he's on track after, you know, a couple good rounds to start out. Stop the presses. I think Jake Martin actually has a golf question for you. Yeah, I do. Uh, oh. So, Matt, let's just say Tiger Woods wins a major. Is this the biggest sports story? Or actually, pitch me that this is the biggest sports story in the last decade. If Tiger Woods wins wins a major or this major? Well, I, uh, yeah, any major. Does I it guess. matter? It's no, no doubt the biggest sports story because Tiger Woods, he w- he was the biggest athlete in the world for a long time. He may still be one of the biggest athletes as far as recognizable. But, Jake, not only that, he changed the game. He made it uh, into a, a game that is, you know, played everywhere in the world, not just in certain portions of certain societies in the world. And he was gone. People – you know, his life was in shambles. He was, people wrote him off. He couldn't even play. He couldn't even qualify for the U.S. The British Open for a couple of years. He couldn't even finish a round. He couldn't break 80 at one point. And, you know, he admitted he couldn't even get out of bed. And people also forget just about a year and a half, two years ago, he 
were basically asleep mm. behind the wheel uh, after, you know, ingesting a bunch of drugs and alcohol. He was at the lowest of the low, and now, you know, he looks like he's he looks like Tiger again. He certainly it seems like he's just a hair off, and and he finished you know real close to the top in a few terms this year. But if he wins, I think it'll be just as as special as when Jack won at 46 years old at the Masters in '86 which to me goes down as the greatest win in golf history. Uh, you know, that's something you can still go on YouTube and watch the whole round. It's just amazing with his son on the, his caddy in his bag. But it, it would be the biggest story of the decade if Tiger wins a major, uh, I think, again. It doesn't have to be this year, just any year. Uh, Tiger right now, uh, even for the tournament, even for the day, he is through uh, 13 holes. He sits at number 31. He's at least in striking distance. You look Zach Johnson leading the way at six under, four under through the day. He's in the clubhouse. He is your leader. But Kevin Kaisner right there also at six under. Is there a couple other names that we should keep an eye on this weekend, Matt? Oh, Tommy Fleetwood. I mean, you can see what he what he did this morning. And, and you can remember if you watched Sunday, the U.S. Open, Shinnecock Hills, uh, he pretty much destroyed the course, but he was so far back. He, he only, I think he ended up finishing second or third, but he, you know, he shot that score earlier in the week. He would have won the tournament. But, uh, you know, he's a guy that just pipes it straight every time. Uh, I think Roy McIlroy, you got you got to worry uh, about him if you're, you got him chasing you. And, you know, he's over there, uh, not a local boy from Northern Ireland, but certainly the British Open, something special to his heart. Uh, I think, you know, those two, Fleetwood and McIlroy, are going to be two to watch uh, on Sunday. Um, but Aaron, I got to ask you, how did did you carry the team uh, over the weekend? I saw you played a little golf. Uh, yeah, I did all right at the ULM uh, uh, golf tournament. Uh, you know, the yeah. crew I was playing with. I think we had the most fun out there, but I think we actually did finish dead last in that tournament. Okay, okay. Well, we need to get Tomcat together and get a, get around going pretty soon. It'll be fun. All right. Finally, Matt, uh, tell Jake why he needs to watch this weekend. The, the uh, well, first and foremost, it's something that sports in the morning. I mean, you, you, whenever you wake up, it's going to be on, and it's going to be uh, – it looks like it's going to be some riveting golf because uh, everybody's kind of tucked in right there together. The cut right now looks like around three over, and, uh, you know, nobody's really just pulling away from the tournament yet, and I don't think anybody is. And the thing about the British Open is, like, the weather can change every hole, literally, every single hole. And uh, something can change with the wind or – you know, you saw it rained a little bit this morning, but uh, I think I heard Faldo say, well, you see it, you know, uh, the, the rain being pushed out to sea as they were showing an aerial shot, but don't be fooled by that because that means the wind is coming this afternoon. So I think the afternoon rounds are going to be brutal. So those in the lead over the weekend, they're going to tee off and, you know, later in the day, and they're going to have the toughest conditions, I think, and that's when it gets fun, watching them having to fight that wind and having to hit out of that deep fescue and bunkers and, you know, we all want to see them struggle a little bit, and that's going to be uh, it's going to be fun to see them coming down 18 on Sunday, and shades of John Vandervate, hoping they get it over Ooh. the ravine there. Don't want that to happen again. 19 years ago, that was when uh, he fell a piece. Yeah, I mean, where else? Where else are we going to get a history lesson and a weather report besides from Matt? Hey, you got to get it all in there, man. <laughs> hey, uh, give us the name. Who wins this thing? Tommy Fleetwood. I think right. this is when he breaks through. I, I thought he. He was on, you know, a couple of missed putts or he would have won the U.S. Open. I think this is his week. You going to join us Monday for a recap? Sure. Sure. It's right. dog days of summer, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Don't call yourself a dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Enjoy, enjoy your mornings. 
I certainly will. Good talking, fellas. Matt Rowe. Yeah, uh, dropping some knowledge, yeah. some golf knowledge on us. Yeah, you actually asked a question there, golf-related. I was impressed. Well, you know, I, I was listening. I can't remember which show it was. It was, it was a local show. Um, well, not. it was on our, our local station. Um, but it was a Fox Sports show where they were arguing back and forth whether or not uh, Tiger winning a major would be the biggest story of the year, which I think that's a no-brainer. It, it is, and you know, someone was trying to argue that LeBron going to L.A. is the bigger story. Mm. I disagree. I think Tiger winning would be the biggest story. I think a more relevant uh, conversation is you know, whether or not it's the biggest story of the decade. Mm. I think it's that big of a story. You don't think so? After everything that Tiger's been and through. I actually forgot about the old incident. Yeah, two years found ago. in his car, yeah. So, I mean, everything that this guy has been through and the type of star he was. I mean, early 2000s, he was the biggest sports star. So It never fails, though. I say, how about Tiger today? And I say that to my wife. She Is he still sucking? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tiger bogey that hole. But Good. if you asked her anybody else. Oh, that's true. You know, she wouldn't care. Yeah. She wouldn't even have an opinion. Good point. How, how about that bogey for Matt Kuchar? She'd be like, eh, big deal. Mm-hmm. Who's that? Yeah, doesn't move the dial. Right. 888-993-7762. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, Corey Diaz from the News Star will join us to get his perspective on the Conference USA Media Days, plus Joey Trappe for his weekly visit at 845. We continue to roll along after this. Whatever car you're looking for, whatever the price for how many doors Cars, trucks, and SUVs, the king of the road, car king. We treat you like royalty. We earn your trust and loyalty. You'll be wearing the crown and you'll start to sing. The king of the road, the king of the road, car king. Looking for affordable home building here in Northeast Louisiana? Look no further than Allen Builders. The folks at Allen Builders are dedicated to building that quality custom home that you've always been dreaming of. In the need of a remodel, bathrooms, kitchen, flooring, the folks at Allen Builders can handle it. Issue with a roof? Whether it's tearing off and replacing existing shingles, replacing rotten decking, and installing solar power vents, yep, they've got that covered. For more information, call Allen Builders today, 348 348- 8920-348-8920. The North Louisiana Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic is dedicated to helping you get back to your old self, maybe even better. Whether a sports-related injury or an accident in daily life has you sidelined, let the progressive all-star team of physicians, therapists, and professional staff at North Louisiana Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic provide superior service and results. Visit us at MonroeOrtho.com to schedule your appointment at one of our three locations in Ruston, West Monroe, or 1501 Louisville Avenue in Monroe. Fun, excitement, lifelong friendships. Six words that describe what is possible for you through 4-H. Lingen Parish 4-H is a great opportunity for youth and adults alike to develop themselves in citizenship, leadership, and knowledge. So join today and begin making the best better. For more information about 4-H, call 318-251-5134. That's 318-251-5134. Sports Talk is on the air. On the morning drive, this hour is sponsored by Car King and Monroe. 
Welcome back to the show. I've been making this argument for a few weeks now that this should be our top ten Thursday. We're actually going to finally do it. Finally convince Jake that Made it, you wait. it is time to do this list next week. Made you wait, and now it's going to pay off. And it is going to create a major debate next Thursday. It could be very tense in here. It's going to be well, – well, but here's the thing. Movies are subjective. We're going to rank our top ten sports movies. They're our personal favorite movies, okay? Not really subjective. Whatever I say, you should agree to with. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a uh, dictatorship. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway – at the start of the week, we're going to actually go through, and I've already tweeted this out. We're going to get on Twitter. We're going to post a poll, yeah. and you can actually, um, you know, if you want to text in, we can add to the poll. Um, we're going to take IMDb's top 20 sports movies. I'll run through those in a second. We're going to take those movies. We're going to put them in a bracket. We're going to seed them, match them up every day. And Are you sure there's not a movie that has been left out of their top 20, or perhaps they have one in there that is so obscure and just was a you know got great reviews from some shows well, it, that, that literally did not make an impact for me like I, I consider Creed to be a top twenty movie it's not in there, um, but the the classics are in there most of them so I think we can get away with this list. So the love of the game in the top twenty. I don't I'll, let me run through. Them. Okay. Number one they have Hoosiers. Uh-huh. Uh, two Rocky. Uh-huh. Three Field of Dreams. Four Raging Bull. Five Million Dollar Baby. Six The Fighter. Seven Cinderella Man. Eight, Bull Durham. Nine, The Blind Side, way too high. Ten, The Natural. Eleven, Rudy. Stop right there. All right, The the Fighter at six. Who's in The Fighter? The Fighter is awesome. The Fighter has uh, Mark Wahlberg and Christian Bell in it. Oh, I do believe I've seen that. That's a great one. Christian Bell is uh, he, he uh, Dicky. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Remember, he's on the drugs. Oh, yeah. That is really he, good. He, it's a great movie because he yeah. thinks their HBO is doing a documentary about his comeback, but they're doing a documentary on him and his uh, his affection for drugs, yeah, yeah. and how it's torn up his life, and then he goes to prison, and meanwhile, Mickey, it's based on a true story. Mickey Ward, who was like the real life Rocky, mm-hmm. he had some of the greatest boxing matches of all time. Uh, he's trying to, to make a late push for a title shot, and it's always been about his older brother because yeah. older brother knocked down Sugar Ray Leonard, yeah. and Mickey's always been um, – I forgot gate. how good that movie yeah, it's was. It's a great movie, man. It's going to make my top ten yeah, A little sure. sad because of the addiction part. It yeah, is sad, it but it's – I mean, it's got a good ending, yeah. and uh, it's, it's pretty cool. All right, so 10, The Natural, 11, Rudy. Rudy's making my list. Are you yeah, kidding me? Yeah. 12, Remember the Titans. This would be good homework for you this weekend because you're, you're a little bored. You don't want to watch golf. Just watch Pop a, a number movies. of sports movies of all time. 13 Seabiscuit. I never saw Seabiscuit. Oh, Seabiscuit. Is yes. it great? Yes. Watch it this weekend. Come on. We'll see. There's not a blockbuster now, though. Did you see the final, the last I blockbuster did. closed I in did. the country? Man, such a shame. Yeah. I want to visit. We have a one in West Monroe. Not a blockbuster, but a, just a rental, video yeah. rental place. I want to go in there. I keep <laughs> saying I'm going to. Uh, seriously, just for nostalgia purposes. Uh, 14, Invictus. I didn't like Invictus. Yeah, I didn't like that one at all. Uh, 15, Glory Road. 16, Breaking Away. I've never seen that. Oh, Breaking Way is a classic. That's a 1979 yes, comedy drama romance. It is very good. Uh, 17, Miracle. 18, Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights doesn't really hold up. Mm-hmm. I watched it the other day. I was like, oh, I remember this being a lot better than it is. 19, A League of Their Own. And 20, The Karate Kid. The original Karate Kid. So is there one or two we need to throw out in there and then add another movie? Who they got at 21 through 20? Just go 21 well, through they, 30. Well, they only have 20. Oh. <laughs> 
So uh, yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's pretty good, Aaron. I mean, that's good enough. We you got the classics with you know, Field of Dreams, you know, Bull Durham, Raging Bull, Rocky, Hoosiers, Rudy. Slap Shot. No Slap Shot though. That's another old Major one. League. Yeah, Major League. That's making my list. I don't care, and that's part of it. If you're talking about best movies, Major League doesn't cut it because it's not quote unquote the best made film, but it's the most enjoyable and rewatchable film. I don't think you'd like Breaking Away. Probably not. You're not. I think I. I, I just cycling. I mean, you gotta check it out though. <laughs> right. But, but there's a lot more to it. The Cutters I would rather watch a movie, the Fraternity Guys. I would rather watch a movie about curling. <laughs> you know, that's probably coming to a theater very I'm sure soon. Sure, it is. <laughs> Let's take a timeout. Coming up next, uh, we continue to break down Conference USA Media Days. Corey Diaz from the New Star will join us with his insight after the break. Whatever car you're looking for, whatever the price for how many doors, cars, trucks, and SUVs, the king of the road, car king. We treat you like royalty, we earn your trust and loyalty. You'll be wearing the crown and you'll start to sing, the king of the road, the king of the road, car king. If you or a loved one have been injured or a victim of medical malpractice, you need to go Guerrero. I'm Lauren Guerrero, and my father is Jeff Guerrero. He has helped thousands of people who have been injured in auto accidents, offshore accidents, drug recalls, and victims of medical negligence. So if you or a loved one have been injured through no fault of your own, do what thousands of injured clients have already done. Go Guerrero. Call 24 hours a day at 325-4306 or come by the office at 2200 Forsyth Avenue in Monroe. Metal Mart is your source for metal roofing. Metal Mart carries metal roofing and structural steel. But that's not all. Metal Mart also stocks hardware items like weld-on latches and hinges, as well as decorative post caps. Metal Mart bends custom trim and flashing on-site with short lead times, usually within 24 hours. For your metal roofing and building needs, it's Metal Mart. 5930 Frontage Road behind Sam's and Monroe. Call 343-3900. Metal Mart, the right materials for the right price. Grab another cup of coffee and keep tuned to The Morning Drive. This hour is sponsored by Car King and Monroe. Welcome back to the show. Aaron and Jake hanging out here in West Monroe. John doing a fabulous job back at the Sports Talk headquarters in Rust. Joining us now uh, from the new stars, Corey Diaz. And we're going to ask him all things Conference USA. But first, Corey, first of all, welcome to the show. First, I want to ask you, what is your favorite sports movie? Favorite sports movie? Oh man, I was unprepared for this. I know. Uh, mm, you know, there's I, no wrong I, answer. I'm, I'm, <laughs> no wrong answer. Um, you know, a, a league of their own. I feel like is is one that that kind of flies under the ra- radar at times. Uh, you know, I kind of enjoy because it it's a little out of the box. You know, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go today. My favorite sports movie is a league of their own. That's probably because you're a Madonna fan, correct? <laughs> Maybe more Zena Davis. Oh, nice. Hey, did you get some kind of a award, or did you get some sort of a ribbon for being the last guy, last media member standing at the Conference USA Media Days? You know, you know, I did it. You know, I didn't have you know a, a national 
uh, TV and radio syndicate guy, you know, tweeting at me or anything like that. But, you know, what I did get was told that, hey, we need you to move. <laughs> <laughs> We've moved on from this Conference USA Media Days. Why are you still here? <laughs> it was like when 4.30 hit, man. It was like a, a, a switch had slipped. It was like, why are you even still doing anything with Conference USA related? We're, like, trying to do other things. Let's go. <laughs> What it got you was you got stuck in traffic coming home, right? <laughs> I did. You know, and what's funny is, though, is when I tweeted out that picture of the Dallas traffic, I'd already been in it for 40 minutes. So, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, I thought by leaving a little bit before 3 p.m. I would I would be able to dodge it. But um, mm-hmm. as I said in the tweet, the Dallas traffic remains undefeated. Mm-hmm. All right, big picture, uh, Conference USA, after visiting with all the coaches over the last two days, <laughs> Was there one or two talking points or things that stood out the most to you? Uh, yeah, you know, first off, uh, you know, I think with the new red shirt rule, um, you know, I, I spent a lot of time talking with some coaches about it. And, and uh, I mean, obviously, you know, we've heard a lot of the, you know, fodder from the Power Five coaches and, and how they're, you know, very much in favor of it. And, of course, you know, all the conference state coaches are very much in favor of it, too. Uh, but really more so what I was talking to the coaches about was, you know, how it might sort of affect the way they approach particular games. Um, I mean, you know, if you've got Savannah State on your schedule, you know, I mean, are you going to try to play a lot more younger guys? And, and uh, you know, I thought it was interesting because, you know, I kind of assumed that it was it, it kind of would change the way they approach some of these games. But, you know, so, some said it would, you know, some said it wouldn't. And Butch Davis said, FIU said, you know, he didn't, he didn't think it was going to change the way he approached any game, regardless of who they were playing. Um, you know, he felt like, you know, that four game does give him some leeway. Uh, but, you know, he's not necessarily looking to, um, you know, get a bunch of kids out there and uh, unless, you know, death starts to become an issue. Then he said, well, we might have to start thinking about playing some more kids at that point. But, you know, he wants to go out there and win every game. So <laughs> he's going to play his best guys. Um, and then, of course, I mean – you know, the next talking point is, you know, who's going to who's going to stop at FAU? Um, you know, what Lane's got going down in Boca Raton is, is is certainly, especially just in the short period of time, what he's been able to build there is, you know, it really, you know, talking with a lot of the other coaches around the league, you know, it, it caught a lot of people by surprise. Um, you know, what he was able to come in and implement, you know, with the up tempo offense and. And with the uh, the attacking style, uh, you know, sort of pin your ears back type aggression uh, on the defensive side, you know, with under his brother, um, with Chris Kiffin handling the defense, uh, you know, there was a lot of things. There's a lot of things that they did that some of these schools hadn't seen, and um, you know, obviously, you know, once you see it the first time, you should be more prepared for it the second time, and and uh, that was the the big point that when I was talking with Bobby Wilder at Old Dominion, you know, that was his big thing is. Yeah, you know, they caught us by surprise last year, but now we've seen it, and now we know how to make those adjustments to it. So uh, it'll be, uh, you know, it'll be really fun to watch to see if the lane train can can stay on top in Conference USA or, you know, will they fall back, you know, after losing their quarterback and having to replace some pieces on the defensive side of the ball. Um, or, you know, if some of maybe the other schools can, you know, improve a little bit, get better. Um so that's going to be that's going to be the race to watch. Is I mean, obviously we know they're the favorite to win the East and the favorite to win the Conference USA Championship. But 
you know, as Lane told me, he said, you know, it's hard getting to the top, but it's even harder staying on top. Corey, you get a terrific access at events like this. You go into this, and some of these coaches you know pretty well, other ones you do not. Was there a coach or two that uh, kind of won you over, or you were very impressed with how he handled himself and, of course, how he presented his program to the media? Uh, yeah, you know, I, you know, I'd say uh, last year I will say I unfortunately didn't get to spend a lot of time with Bobby Wilder at Old Dominion, but I, I actually sat down and talked with him quite a bit yesterday, and Man, and I was telling uh, Ed Miller, the Virginian pilot that covers uh, ODU, uh, just after my talk with Bobby, I said, man, is, is he not the coolest guy in the room or what? I mean, you know, this guy is just, he looks like he's, uh, he never gets nervous. He looks like he's never worried about anything. He looks like he's, uh, he just, he's cool, calm, and collected. Um, and of course, you know, I mean, he's, and that's it. You know, last year he started a 17-year-old kid at quarterback, you know, something that he never thought he'd ever do in his collegiate coaching career. But now, you know, the kid's a year older, and, and the Williams kid, that is, and, and uh, you know, they expect a lot more out of their football team this year. You know, Old Dominion was actually, if I remember correctly, was picked to finish second in the East last year, and, and uh, you know, of course, you know, fell short of those expectations. And, and uh, but, you know, he feels like he's got a team that can really um, – really fit the pieces together this year and, and, and really challenge, uh, you know, Florida Atlantic there in the East for the division title. Um, and, on the, you know, I'd say on the West side, uh, you know, Seth Luttrell at, at North Texas, um, you know, I know he's been there a couple more years uh, than some of these younger coaches. Uh, he's been, I think he's going into his third or fourth year in Denton. But, uh, you know, every time I seem to talk to him, he, he, he seems to um, – he sounds more and more like a head coach. I think the first time, my first conference media days last year, and I was talking to him a little bit. Uh, you know, he was a little he was a little nervous in the atmosphere. You know, with you know ten, fifteen, you know, media guys around him talking to him at one time. Uh, but this year, he just looked more relaxed, looked more comfortable. Um, and maybe that's a product of you know winning a you know a division title and and getting to play for the championship and. I mean, obviously, we know that game didn't go as they had wanted it to for them, but uh, you know, maybe finding some success finally. You know, all those kids buying into the process. Um, you know, maybe that's made him a little more comfortable. And, and uh, you know, I think he's, you know, he's he's got that team in the position to, uh, you know, to repeat as the West Division champions. And and you know, with the kids like Mason Fine at quarterback, uh, you know, they'll stand a good chance. Kate uh, Kiffin, uh, did he feel like he wanted to be there? How, how was his presentation, or did it look like Kiffin was just looking around there and like, well, I should be back in the NFL. I shouldn't be in the Conference USA. Well, you know, uh, you know, we were kind of, we all kind of made the joke when uh, we were all at the media table, you know, all transcribing and or writing our stories, and you know, it was about, you know, this thing runs till noon yesterday, and it was a little after ten, uh, we had gotten the alert that Lane Kiffin had left the building. Um, you know, and he also left the two players behind, uh, you know, Devin Singletary and, and Aziz uh, Alashar. You know, he left those guys behind. They didn't travel with him. Um, who knows? Maybe he was, you know, had a, a meeting with a, you know, high school football coach somewhere or something. But, um, you know, that's kind of that's kind of Lane's deal, I think. You know, uh, he's while he's not the most tenured coach in the league, he's not the oldest coach in the league. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's coached in the NFL, you know, he's, he's coached at, you know, USC and, and at Tennessee, he's coached at some big time college football programs as well. And, 
And, uh, you know, I, I know they've, they've extended his contract, you know, 10 years, you know, this off season down there at Florida Atlantic. But, I mean, I think we all know that, especially if he, you know, finds the same type of success as he had uh, last year, this year. Uh, I mean, what's, I mean, how much longer are we looking before he decides to, you know, either jump into a, a P5 school or even try his hand at an assistant something, you know, in the NFL. You know, he's, he, I think he knows he's probably not going to be, you know, in the conference very long. Um, but every time you talk to him, you know, he's very gracious uh, to his opposing coaches and to his, the uh, the opposing programs, you know, in the, in the conference. He's, uh, he talks highly of the Conference USA Conference as a whole. and and uh, But, you know, so Corey, basically, he, he, he talked to to the masses, and then he slipped out the back door before uh, basically one on ones. Well, no, I mean we we all got an opportunity to talk to Lane. Um, you know, it's just uh, you know when you look at some of the other guys, you know, like a Bush Davis that's also had a very accomplished coaching career, and, and you know guys like Skip Holtz, who's you know coached at various places and has had a very accomplished uh, you know coaching career. You know, these guys, you know, they. You know, they hang out until, the, you know, the final whistle. Uh, but for the second straight year, you know, Lane Kiffin has not, you know, stayed to the final whistle. So, uh, but, you know, we're still, as I guess, as media that covers the conference, you know, we're still very grateful that, you know, we do get an opportunity to chat with him for a little while. So um, that that's my take on it. Corey Diaz from the New Star joins us on the Stuart Shelby Goosehead Insurance Hotline. Corey, uh, one of the major talking points for Louisiana Tech was, of course, Skip Holtz announcing – they have not hired a 10th assistant, maybe the only program in the country that does not have a 10th assistant coach. When he said it at the podium, uh, how many eyebrows came up, and what kind of look is this for the Bulldogs program? Uh, you know, I, I, don't think, uh, I don't think very many eyebrows were raised. Um, you know, we, we talked a little more with Skip about, you know, that decision to, at the moment, you know, not have that 10th on-field assistant. And, and, uh, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of a budgetary thing. And, and also, you know, Skip feels like there's not really, um, you know, there's no disadvantage to, to the Louisiana Tech football program by not having that 10th on-field assistant. You know, it's, mm. you know, he's, he's already split up the receiver position. You know, you've got Sloan that coaches the inside and, and, you know, Fitch, who's also the offensive coordinator, coaches the outside receivers. And, and, uh, you know, he already kind of, Overseas, you know, special teams and stuff, and, and and it's like, you know, if I mean, who who if I hire somebody, what exactly will they be doing? Um, you know, does it hurt us in the recruiting game? Yeah, maybe a little bit, but at the same time, you know, when you look at it, I think right now in the 2019 recruiting class rankings, they're, you know, uh, either either one or two, you know, in the rankings for you know what they've got coming in for the next year, uh, so. I just, I personally don't see it as a disadvantage for Louisiana Tech. Um, you're right, though. I mean, they are the only, uh, you know, FBS program that, that doesn't have a 10th assistant. Uh, <laughs> and, and by comparison, I believe, uh, I believe it's the Air Force Academy that's almost got, you know, 13 or 14, as they say. Um, of course, not all of those are on field, but, you know, it's kind of funny to think about, you know, in, in, the, in the G5 level, you know, the Air Force has that many and, and uh, you know, takes – at the moment, you know, doesn't have 10. So, um, yeah, like to answer your question there, I, I don't think a lot of eyebrows were raised, um, but it was more so, you know, we, we as the media just wanted to find out, you know, what was the reasoning behind, um, 
you know, at this point in time, as you're getting ready to go into opening fall camp for 2018, why the, why your players won't have that 10th assistant? And, you know, if it's a money issue and then if it's, if it's something that, uh, you know, they want to make sure if and when they do pull the trigger on finding the 10th guy, they want to make sure they find the right guy. You know, I think Skip's been doing this long enough to where, you know, I think the players and, and the rest of the people inside the Louisiana Tech Athletic Department would, would buy into that. I know you got a ton of uh, material over the course of the, le- of the last two days. Uh, what can uh, listeners look forward to in the next week or two Louisiana Tech-related? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, we were able to – I was able to spend a lot of time with, uh, you know, rising senior wide receiver Teddy Veal. Uh, you know, he missed the spring, um, you know, with, a, with an ankle injury and, and, you know, just talked with a lot of him, talked a lot with him. Uh, just about you know the hardship of missing the spring, not being able to be out there with the guys, and, and having to find a different way to lead uh, not only the wide receivers but you know the rest of the team as a whole. And so we'll have a little something on Teddy. Also, got to spend a lot of time with uh, Jalen Ferguson. Um, you know he had kind of a big decision to make at the end of last year. Um, you know whether or not he's going to decide to go pro or uh, you know come back for his senior year. Ultimately decided to come back and spend one more year in Ruston. Um, so we'll have something on Jalen Ferguson as well. Uh, you know, making that decision and, 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 you know, what he expects from himself in his final year with Louisiana Tech. And, you know, and also looking at the conference as a whole, you know, I mentioned the redshirt rule, uh, you know, based some stories about, you know, exactly how the coaches feel about, you know, that new rule um, taking place this year being being implemented for the very first time. And, you know, and again, how that sort of changes the way they might approach some games. Um, you know, just to, just to give the readers a little insight into what the coaches are thinking uh, you know about that new role and how that how that sort of changes the game. Um, and there's a few more things that I've got that I can't remember off the top of my head at 8:45 <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> Corey, but, thanks uh, for getting yes. Thanks for getting up early with us this morning. Uh, great work, and of course, we look forward to continuing to cover you on Twitter and with the New Star. Thanks, bud. Thanks, Eric. Appreciate you guys for having me. You bet, Corey Diaz from the New Star. Your boy Kiffin just. You know, I was disappointed. I was following Fox at Media Days, and he tweeted out that he was trying to get him to come to uh, quote-unquote Radio Row, yeah. which was really just them. Yeah. And he was unable to, to get him. I was hoping that would be the case because then we could we could play a Lane Kiffin yeah. interview. But, yeah, maybe next year. 888-993-7762. Let's take a timeout. Coming up next, our parting shots and our weekly visit with Joey Trappe. We're back after this. Whatever car you're looking for, whatever the price for how many doors, cars, trucks, and SUVs, the king of the road, car king. We treat you like royalty, we earn your trust and loyalty. You'll be wearing the crown and you'll start to sing, the king of the road, the king of the road, car king. The area's newest lawn equipment pro center is your new Cub Cadet Superstore, Yard Power. Yard Power is your source for the full line of Cub Cadet mowers. In fact, they're the only Cub dealer in Northeast Louisiana. And Yard Power is loaded with over 100 Cub Cadet mowers on the ground and ready to roll. All backed by a full service and parts department. Remember YP, Yard Power. Highway 165 North in Monroe and just off New Nacogdoches in West Monroe. 
If remodeling your bathroom is on your to-do list, Glassworks of West Monroe makes it easy and affordable. Glassworks specializes in beautiful shower doors and custom mirrors for a one-of-a-kind look. From gorgeous custom mirrors in any size to framed or frameless shower doors with coordinating hardware, you'll be amazed at the transformation and the affordable price. For example, search Facebook for Glassworks of West Monroe LLC. Glassworks, making your bathroom new again. Good morning, Louisiana. This is the Morning Drive. This hour is sponsored by Car King in Monroe. Welcome back to the Morning Drive. Aaron and Jake ready to wrap it up for this week. But before we do and before we get to parting shots, we love catching up with Joey Trappé. He is a world traveler. He joins us on the Stuart Shelby Goosehead Insurance Hotline. Joey, we missed you last week. I know you were on vacay, a well-deserved vacation. Uh, man, tell us, San Fran and, of course, Napa Valley, yay or nay? Yay, man. It was great. I mean, it was a it was a, a very cool experience, uh, literally. It was 74 yes. degrees high and 58 low. Um, very, very unique culture there. Um nice. It was it was a very cool melting pot to to experience. Uh, went to Alcatraz and went to Napa. It was, it was a good ten year anniversary, man. It was, it was a good. I would definitely recommend it for people to go check out. Congratulations! Did you ride the bicycles across the bridge? Yes, we did, and I, I made it a point to not get off and push my bike. <laughs> and that is extremely challenging. Now that one hill oh, is huge. It's a monster, and and there were my wife was like, why why don't you just get off and put it? I was like, because when I get back, Aaron Dieter's gonna tear me <laughs> up if I if I push my bike. Uh, and then going down the hill, uh, you have to have some guts. You were riding the brakes pretty hard though on the bike. Yeah, uh, I was riding the brakes in the curves, but I reverted back to my ten year old self on a couple straightaways. But it. Uh, I mean, it's a it's an experience, man. I'm telling you, like, it, there's cars whizzing by you. I mean, at some point, you kind of start questioning, like, how safe is this? Yes. Uh, yes. But uh, I mean, it, it was just a, like I said, all around. I could, like, when I got out of the airport, I was like, I could see how an NBA player or an NFL player in free agency could come out here and it it really be no competition. Um, you know, to other teams, just on based on living situation, because they they got it pr- pretty cool deal over there. Mm. All right, Joey, uh, being a, a guy that's part of four different restaurants, you got to be sort of a food critic. Uh, what's that like when you go on vacation and you're breaking down where to go, and then of course what you get? Well, you know, you're right. It, it, it is pretty cool to go other places because you're able to experience different types of food. Uh, like Dungeness crab was the the dish. Every, like every restaurant was like staple. Like we got the best Dungeness crab. Um, you know, it, you do seem to critique it because it's almost like you can't get out of the the zone of being in the business when you're eating. Like it's just unfortunate. That's just the way it is. But um, no, I mean I, we had pleasant um, food experiences over there, and um, you know, I, I think. You're not going to go there and, and be disappointed by the the culture of food that's provided. My parents were in town. They were not disappointed. We went out to traps, and, of course, I got the seafood nachos. I did not count the calories that day. 
uh, once again, it was a, a great experience. Uh, what you guys got going on uh, this week and over the course of the next weeks at uh, Portico, Fieldhouse, and Traps? Man, well, we're going to be trying to dodge the heat, i tell you that, this weekend. Um, you know, at, at Traps, that, that patio is loaded down with fans, so uh, we're trying everything we can to combat, you know, with the, what comes with that, that heat. But, man, we're just getting geared up for football. I think we're about four weeks away from having our first Hall of Fame game. So that's something we're, we're definitely looking forward to. But, man, we're just, um, you know, it's going to be a typical summer weekend for us. We think we've got some more tournaments. Uh, again, kudos to Sterlington and ULM for, for helping bring these teams in. It's well appreciated by the community. And we just, um, you know, just trying to, inch our way through to get the students back at ULM and get football. Uh, the media days, I mean, it's funny, just the SEC media days, people are coming in to watch, you know, certain teams talk, you know. I mean, it's just it's a draw. I mean, it, you can't hide the fact that uh, college football brings a, a, a great deal of attention and curiosity to some of these new coaches coming in at different programs. I know ULM's very excited with, with everything they've got coming back. I know Tech's going to make a strong run this year. Um, I think both teams have a great quarterback. Um, and I think in our leagues, in the Conference USA and the Sun Belt, if you got a quarterback, you got a chance. Uh, I know particularly in the Sun Belt, you got Hanson at Arkansas State and Caleb over here at ULM, and then after that it kind of drops off. Um, so you got to like your chances there. And then, I mean, what Tech is doing is, is proven. I mean, they, they've got it going on over there, so – I think they'll make a, a strong run in the Conference USA. Joey, as always, we appreciate the time. Congratulations on the 10th anniversary. Now get back to work. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Joey Trappe, seafood nachos, man. I know. It's hard to beat. Uh, it is. Um, yeah, there's a lot of excitement about football this year just because I think the teams are going to be better, man. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about this season. You know, we're excited regardless. But it's also pretty fun when you get to come on here and talk about the expectations when they're risen like like they are this year. Uh, no time for our uh, bumper for parting shots. Uh, you got anything you want to close with that catches your mind or your attention or what you will be watching this weekend? Uh, well, Movies. I'll actually be watching Last Chance U, um, which is a documentary on Netflix, the third season. If you hadn't watched it, I cannot recommend it uh, more so than I do because this is um, – it's a documentary. Uh, it's actually moving from East Mississippi to Independence, which is in Kansas. Uh, but it's about junior college athletes who get a second chance to, 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 to correct some wrongs that they might have had to make it back to Division One, mm. And it is spectacular. But the reason why I bring that up is because uh, Buddy Stevens at, at East Mississippi, he was the coach there. It just not a likable guy at all. Like you'll watch the documentary and you'll you'll really not like him. Uh, so I'm interested in seeing this new coach, and I've kind of already started reading reviews saying that um, he's as fiery as Buddy Stevens. Buddy Stevens is the guy who, who hit the referee. If you, if you, you know, that was a big story uh, during, during the game. He he actually uh, shoved the referee, and there was uh, they, they both had to be ejected, mm-hmm. which is the first time I've, I've ever seen that. I will be watching the British Open, Kevin Kaiser. Now, open uh, the uh, Open the, now seven under through seven. Tiger though did birdie a hole just minutes ago. He moves to one under for the tournament, one under for the day. He is moving up. He is now tied for 17th. Mm. Thank you for cutting me off to, uh, to, to 
just give us that. <laughs> we will be back, we think, Monday morning, bright and early at 7 a.m. It's Movies Week. And, of course, uh, Sunbelt Conference Media Day. Yes. We'll have you covered, of course, with uh, plenty of reports and uh, some sound from Matt Dietor. More and more things are happening. We're getting closer. Great job on the board this week. John Tabor, we'll see everybody bright and early Monday morning. Have a fantastic weekend. The Edge is up next. Thanks for listening to the best of the morning drive with Dietrich and White. To listen live every day, tune in at ESPN977.com or subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find podcasts.